0: Hello, my friend. Welcome back to this podcast. I am so glad that you are here. It is a beautiful Thursday morning right now. And at the time that I am recording this, it is also the first of September. It is the first day of new month. And I love the beginning of new month because it is a time to stop and reflect and evaluate proud of yourself for everything that you accomplished in the pre- previous month and set great goals for the next month. And it's just such a fun time. I'm reading a really great book right now. It's called The Gap and the Gain. And it's very fitting for the first of a month because it is all about looking at how far you have come rather than looking at how far you still have to go. It's about appreciating the gain that you've gained in the last couple months or years or whatever it is, and really just paying attention to everything you have accomplished this far, rather than dwelling in everything you still need to accomplish to reach whatever your big goal is. So if you are struggling with anything like that right now, I definitely recommend you go pick up that book, The Gap and the Gain, by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And speaking of how far... We have come. I am really excited to talk to you about nutrition today. I think most, if not all, of you know I follow what is called an animal-based diet. It's often also referred to as a pro-metabolic diet. They're very similar. Um, And my journey towards good nutrition, good gut health, has been a really long time coming. It has definitely been quite a journey to getting to this place that I'm in now. And so I just really love sharing about it. And I want to answer the question today with all the details and all the knowledge and science that I have. And that question is, what is an animal-based diet? And I want to preface this by saying my goal is not at all to make you believe everything that I believe or make you eat just the way I do. I just want to share the science that I know and has come to help me so much. And hopefully, even if you take one tiny piece of it and it helps you, then great, this podcast did its job. Um, And I also want to just share my journey towards this path of nutrition, because the journey was not in any way perfect. And I feel like so many people... When they're on a health journey, they expect perfection out of themselves. Like, it's not good enough unless they're doing it perfectly. And that is not at all what it looked like for me. So hopefully this reminds you to have grace for yourself and be patient and just focus on one little small step at a time towards what makes you feel great. Okay, let's dive into these details now because I am excited about this. I have been obsessed with all of the science around nutrition for I don't know how many years of my life and this stuff, it it just gets me fired up. So an animal-based diet is exactly what it sounds like. It is a way of eating that is based around animal foods. And I say based because it is not just animal foods. It isn't the carnivore diet, which I did do for a while Um, But an animal-based diet is like a carnivore diet, but a little more inclusive, including fruits and sweet potatoes and things like that. And I also love the idea of an animal-based diet because it's not something that is completely black and white. I think it's a much more beautiful approach to nutrition where... You know, I recognize, hey, these are the foods that make me feel amazing. I am so healthy eating this way. I feel so great. But you know what? On my birthday, I'm gonna eat some chocolate cake. And that one time, maybe every three months that I go to my favorite Italian restaurant, I'm gonna get a bowl of pasta. And that's okay. But I do follow this way of eating about 90% of the time. And I really owe the health that I'm in right now to this diet. So what does it include? On a day-to-day weekly basis, I am eating good quality grass-fed beef. I'm eating pasture-raised pork, chicken, um, sometimes some wild-caught fish, I am consuming raw dairy, so whether that's raw milk, raw cheese, butter, all those things. I am consuming bone broth, which is made from beef bones and bone marrow. I am eating fruit. I am eating raw honey. I am eating pasture-raised eggs, and I am eating sweet potatoes. Oh, also organ meats. Um, Good quality beef organs. I think that is it. I hope I'm not forgetting anything. So let's dive into the why behind this. Why do I eat this way? Why is it so beneficial and so healthy? The purpose of an animal based diet, of carnivore diets, is trying to get to the most ancestrally consistent, species appropriate way of eating. It's asking what did our ancestors eat? What made them thrive? And what made our ancestors thrive was predominantly meat. And it makes a lot of sense because good quality meat, especially red meat, is filled with so many essential vitamins and minerals. And it's filled with these minerals and vitamins in a much higher concentration than can be found in virtually any other food. And not only is it in a higher concentration, it is significantly more bioavailable in red meat. And what that means is maybe that carrot contains the same amount of milligrams of that vitamin, but your body is only going to be able to absorb maybe 10% of that vitamin. When a nutrient is bioavailable, it means that it's much easier for your body to absorb and process it. And it is fact that the nutrients found in Meats and animal foods are much more bioavailable, much more easily absorbed and digested than the nutrients that are found in plant foods. Meat is also filled with really essential fats that our body needs to function properly. A lot of the processes in our brain, processes in our cells require certain fat-soluble vitamins to perform adequately. And those fat-soluble vitamins have to be found in saturated fats, such as animal fats, butter, milk, etc. And finally, animal foods contain complete proteins. So a protein is made up of 20 amino acids. And Protein that contains all 20 of these amino acids is considered a complete protein. Complete proteins containing all 20 of these amino acids aren't found in plant foods. They can only be found in animal foods. So yes, maybe those beans do have protein in them, but it's not giving you all of the amino acids that your body needs to thrive. Okay, that was a lot of science I just threw at you. So that obviously answers the why behind meat, but why the other foods and why not some of the foods that aren't included? I don't want to dive into the exact vitamin and mineral that's in every single food because, well, that'd probably take forever and I would put you to sleep. But a lot of the reasoning that Stands behind meat is going to be the same for all the other animal foods. So, eggs are also very bio- bioavailable and a lot of these nutrients. There's a lot of protein, there's a lot of fat soluble vitamins in eggs. It is the same for raw milk. And if you've listened to my previous episode on the five foods that are essential in my diet, you'll know that I eat, drink raw milk, not pasteurized milk because the raw milk has a ton more healthy bacteria and enzymes in it than milk that has been pasteurized, that has been boiled and all of the bacteria has been killed. A lot of nutrients and healthy fats are also gonna be found in a good quality grass-fed butter. Butter is the only thing that I will cook with. It is the only thing that I will put on things because it is significantly cleaner and healthier than most of the oils that we use to cook with and put inside of things. Seed oils and vegetable oils are highly processed. They have a ton of linoleic acid in them, which is very, very detrimental to our body and our cells and also accelerates the storage of fat in our body. Sadly, these oils are put in almost everything these days. If you go look on the nutrition label of a granola bar, you'll see sunflower oil or canola oil or something like that in there. If you look at most salad dressings, most sauces, unfortunately, almost everything we eat today that has been processed in any amount contains a seed or vegetable oil. And us getting such high concentrations of these in our diets are wrecking our health. So I am extremely intentional about not getting these things in my diet and only consuming butter and coconut oil. Another thing you'll notice about an animal-based diet is that I eat a ton of fruit and raw honey, but I do not eat any vegetables. I love to freak people out by telling them that I have not eaten a vegetable in a year. And I feel the best that I have ever felt in my entire life. And you can look at my blood work to prove it. So let me explain to you the reasoning behind this. A plant, just like any animal, wants to survive. They want to reproduce. They want to live. The way plants reproduce is that they will create a fruit that will carry their seeds. So they'll make a really delicious sweet fruit in hopes that an animal is going to eat it and that animal is going to go poop their seeds out somewhere else and this plant will then reproduce and spread. So the plant wants you to eat its fruit. It wants you to help it reproduce. But the plant itself does not want to be eaten. The leaves, the the other parts of the plant don't want you to eat it because then the plant dies. But a plant cannot fight you off like an animal could. It can't move. It doesn't have teeth to bite you. And so the way these plants fend other animals off from eating it is it has certain chemicals inside the plant. And these defensive chemicals cause all kinds of issues in our gut to deter us from not eating that vegetable, that leaf, whatever it is again. These are the chemicals that cause bloating. They cause gas. They cause indigestion. All of these things that people have vilified to be the cause of meat or other things are actually being caused by your vegetables. And if you're eating veggies and you feel awesome, great. Don't change anything. I just know that when I removed vegetables from my diet, I saw significant improvements in my gut health because I really was struggling with gut health at the time. And so I removed those things and I have felt great. And I am not losing any nutrients by not eating them because I am getting all of the nutrients I need through meat and specifically through organs, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but I'm not trying to convince you to not eat vegetables, I just wanna explain my reasoning. Um, but I do eat fruit in pretty high quantities because fruit is great for you. It doesn't contain the same defense chemicals. They're very hydrating. There's quite a lot of nutrients in fruit and they give you the carbohydrates that your body needs to have energy throughout the day. So I love me some fruit, I love me some raw honey. Similarly to this, you will notice that there aren't any grains in an animal-based diet. Um, There are only starches like sweet potato. Grains can also be extremely harmful to the gut and can cause a whole host of issues with our gut bacteria. And so I also saw significant improvement in my gut health and just my overall well-being when I removed grains from my diet. So when I removed pastas and brown rice and bread and granola bars and all of these various things. But I do still eat sweet potatoes. I absolutely love sweet potatoes. I'll do like a mashed sweet potato. I'll throw a bunch of butter and some salt in it. It is my favorite thing in the world. So I do not at all feel like I am missing out by not having greens, but I will occasionally eat white rice when I need extra calories. And I feel like, you know, I've had a really hard workout one day and I just, I need those extra calories. I need the extra carbs. Um, white rice has had, so the what makes rice brown is the grain. When the grain has been removed, it becomes white rice. So white rice is going to be a little easier on our gut because it no longer has that grain. Something else that I have a ton of is bone broth. And if you want all the details on bone broth, it is in my essential foods in my diet episode. Um, But bone broth is great. It comes straight from the bone marrow that is in beef bones or I guess any animal bone. Um, And it's filled with collagen and healthy fats and just so many great things for our gut. And then of course, organ meats. I eat a ton of organ meats. I used to have them just in a desiccated organ capsule. So just kind of like you take your vitamins, I would take organ capsules. So you wouldn't taste them and it would just be easy to get every day. I have switched to fresh organs recently. I will eat raw liver, which freaks people out quite a bit. Um, But I do enjoy getting um, a few more bioavailable nutrients through getting the actual fresh organ. Um, But desiccated organs are great too if you want to do that. But organ meat really is the multivitamin of this whole way of eating. There is so many nutrients that are in organs that are not in any other food on the planet. And it really just helps your cells and your body thrive to its absolute best. So now that we've kind of gotten through what is an animal-based diet, I want to get a little bit more tactical. And I want to talk about what this actually looks like for me. So what do I eat in a typical day? And this has changed so much for me over the years. When I first discovered a... Carnivore diet I which was two years ago, I really felt like I had to be perfect with this, and so I went from zero to a hundred. And did all the things and got all the right fats and organs, this, this, and this. And honestly, absolutely hated it. I did not succeed. I think I lasted two weeks and was absolutely miserable. And so since then, I have been slowly taking baby steps to evolve this way of eating into something that works for me and something that makes me feel great. And I slowly implement one thing after another. I only started implementing things like raw milk. Not even a full year ago, because I just really wanted to take baby steps with this and make sure I was doing it in a way that made me feel good and didn't overwhelm me. So, currently, today, what do I eat in a day? What does this look like for me? I will start eating at around 11 a.m. I really like to fast in the mornings, and I will start with fruit and honey. I love some mangoes, love some watermelons, some berries, whatever's in season at the time. I'll put some raw honey on that. And then I will usually have that with a mug of bone broth with some butter melted into it and some salt in that. So that is the first thing that I eat. Then for lunch, I usually have my lunch pretty close to my breakfast. I'll have it maybe around one or two o'clock. I will have my, if you've seen on Instagram, my... Orange creamsicle milkshake. It is the most amazing thing in this whole world. You absolutely have to go make it. You can go find the recipe on Instagram, but it's essentially a concoction that I make of um, raw milk, raw egg yolks. Uh, honey and the juice from an orange and so it's a really great way for me to get my protein and my fats and a lot of vitamins in without eating something that feels kind of heavy because I am super active during the day and I don't want something that is going to make me feel sleepy so I'll have that and I'll usually have it with some kind of meat maybe I'll have it with like half a pound of ground beef or I'll have it with some shrimp just whatever I'm kind of feeling that day and then dinner will always be my heavier meal so i will have half a pound of ground beef or i'll have some lamb chops or i'll have that with a bunch of shrimp and then i'll have some mashed sweet potato maybe a little bit of white rice if i need it that day and that'll also when i will have my raw liver I like to keep it very simple during the week because honestly I don't have that much time to cook, but you know, on the weekends we'll have more fun with it. We'll make lots of bacon or we'll make like a goat cheese stuffed chicken or we'll make some chicken salad with Greek yogurt instead of mayonnaise or just anything that feels fun and delicious to us and still aligns with our nutritional values. We've also loved smoking meat lately because one, it's extremely cheap and so easy because you can smoke an entire brisket or something and it'll feed you for the whole week. So we've been smoking lots of pork butts and making some pulled pork, been smoking some briskets. And I think this is a really great approach because one, again, it's really cheap. You can get a pork butt for like $2 a pound. So it makes it cheap for you and it tastes phenomenal. So yeah, I mean, that's what I typically eat in a day. It's nothing glamorous, nothing exciting, but honestly, I love it. It feels great to me. I feel like I'm eating everything that I want to eat. I don't have cravings that I feel like I'm stifling. Um, You know, sometimes I'll have a sweet tooth and we've found a really great um, goat ice cream that we'll eat, which is literally just goat milk and egg yolks and some sugar and... What's the other ingredient? Something that I can't think about, but it's just a nice, clean goat ice cream that we'll have sometimes, which just feels great to us and satisfy satisfies that little sweet tooth. So that is it. That is all things animal based diet. Um, one thing I do actually want to just really quickly add is the reason that this diet can be healthy is because the quality of your meat matters. If you are eating meat from an unhealthy animal, you're not going to reap many health benefits. And that is why grass-fed meat, pasture-raised meat matters so much. If the animal was unhealthy, what you are consuming is not going to be healthy. If the animal was thriving and healthy, what you are consuming is going to be healthy. So grass-fed matters Pasture raised matters. Just make sure that your meat is coming from good quality animals, because that's when the the stigma around red meat and around all these foods does, in a small way, become true. Um, so we don't want to take on the unhealth of the animal. But besides that, that is it. I'm sure there's so many questions that i didn't answer in this that i can't even think of right now if you do have more questions about this or there are more things that you want to know definitely shoot me a question dm it to me and i would love to make a part two if there's enough questions on this but until then i just want to thank you so much for listening to this if you made it all the way through I appreciate you beyond words. I appreciate your support. Please subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review if you love it. Share it with a friend. Share it on social. It would make me so, so happy. And until the next episode, I hope you have the most amazing week. I hope you make it the most amazing week.